Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. New studies show that the mRNA circulates at least 28 days after the COVID shot with significant consequences. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. There's a significant number of studies that are coming out. This one, Holly, the first one we want to talk about is a study out of Denmark mm -hmm. using a cohort of recovered hepatitis C patients that found the mRNA from Pfizer and Moderna circulates in the blood for 28 days after the injection. The study is called SARS-CoV-2 Spike mRNA Vaccine Sequences Circulate in Blood up to 28 days after COVID-19 vaccination. And this is a very serious issue because this was portrayed as though, well, it's just going to be in your body for a short period of time and it's gone. No, 28 days, and it's not the only study that right. has come up with this conclusion that it is circulating in your blood. And remember, they've touted this as safe and effective. And of course, then you'll have antibodies after you get the shot. This yeah. doesn't seem to be the case, according to these studies that we're going to talk about. So according to Dr. Peter McCullough, an internist and cardiologist and epidemiologist, the vaccine should be in the body only a few days as immunity is being generated. But these mRNA shots are completely different than the typical vaccine that you might be used to or that we right. have experienced in the past. These are completely different. And what happens here, now that you have a foreign genetic code in the form of a synthetic mRNA loaded on lipo nanoparticles with PEG in the bloodstream for a month, it is a very serious implication. He concludes that all serious health events occurring within 30 days of the shot should be considered related to these COVID shots unless proven otherwise. He also says that the mRNA has a prolonged opportunity to circulate in vital organs, including the heart, brain, bone marrow, adrenals, and reproductive organs, where it can cause even more damage. He goes on to say that the human body must not have uh, robust mechanisms to clear Pfizer or Moderna. So by the time the second shot is given, some still have the first shot in the system explaining greater toxicity on the second shot. So they still had the mRNA in mm -hmm. their body, and then they get more mRNA. And the staggering numbers we'll talk about in a minute are just astounding. Yeah, so in this one particular study, they had 108 uh, chronic hepatitis C virus patients. And 10 of the 108, they found, surprisingly found, fragments of the COVID-19 vaccine mRNA up to 28 days post-vaccination. And these were from Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna shots. He also said that uh, concerns, this is Dr. McCullough, over shedding should be extended far beyond 30 days. And he currently recommends 90 days to avoid body fluids and contact as well. Uh, also that he talks about, you know, developing new so-called vaccines for influenza, respiratory virus, and Zika should be halted. All of these should be halted. But here's another study. And this is a, an American Heart Association study. And it finds that the shots are fatal to children. 
So after the shot rollout, parents were told that the spike proteins would disappear from the body after a few weeks and only the antibodies would remain, that they're safe and effective. And they're still pushing these shots. In fact, Matt, even after these studies continue to come out, they're still saying, oh, children as young as six months old should have these shots. But the medical studies now coming out, and this one by the American Heart Association, proves that these claims were clearly and are clearly false. Mm -hmm. This article, this is a different study than the one that we just talked about from Denmark that also said these uh, mRNA circulates for at least 28 days in your body. This one's an American Heart Association, and it says in the title of the article, Circulating spike protein detected in post-COVID-19 mRNA vaccine myocarditis. That's the title of the article. Right, and, but the shocking news... Oh, my gosh. Is Here's that, the news. Yeah, 436 billion, with a B, copies of the spike protein were found in the plasma of children one month after they got the COVID shot. 436 billion copies of the spike That's protein. Unbelievable. You know, you have spike protein that is created by virtue of COVID itself, mm -hmm. and that is damaging to your body. So why in the world would you inject a toxin into your body that's going to create spike proteins that's right. damaging to your body, in this case, at a much higher number, 436 right billion copies one month later. What is it right after or shortly after the shot is injected into the body? That's an incredible amount of spike proteins that are there. Moreover, it's not only 436 billion copies of the spike protein, which are problematic, but they the mRNA shot is kind of encoded or enveloped or encased, if you will, in a lipid nanoparticle. It is done so because the mRNA has a very short life, so it can degrade quickly. If you didn't have it encased in the lipid nanoparticle, it would degrade before it went very far in your body. So they created this lipid nanoparticle sort of as a encasing of the mRNA shots, and that has an inflammatory process to it. So you add this inflammatory process, and anything that causes inflammation is problematic. Right. Then you add 436 billion copies of spike protein found in these kids one month after they had the shot, that's 436 billion copies of the spike protein. Right, and this particular study showed, which we've been talking about all along, that these experimental shots are causing myo myocarditis, particularly in children. You see these young, especially the boys, um, that are just dropping over. And this heart damage is fatal in 50% of all the patients over a five-year period. Over a five-year period. This so just even though you don't die right away, you've got... 50% of the mm. people who have myocarditis will die in children. And children are at the higher risk, or right. particularly younger males are at the highest risk for having myocarditis from these shots itself. Right. And therefore, you know, you're seeing a lot of these people suddenly die. Uh, they just collapse in... Young people. Including athletes. Young, like 20s and under are just falling over. Well, no wonder Pfizer wanted to hide the truth from this uh, public uh, perception and review of the COVID shots for 75 years. But thanks to a court order, 
thousands and thousands of Pfizer documents have now been released to the public, and Dr. Naomi Wolf and her team of 3,500 volunteer medical and legal experts, they've combed through every page, and the facts Holly, are shocking. And there's so many facts, Matt. I mean, we could sit here for hours and talk about all they found. But this one in particular, they found that 449 people reported suffering Bell's palsy, which is like facial paralysis following the three-month rollout of the COVID shots. 399 cases of those were classified as serious, and half of the events were observed within two days of vaccination. Yeah, and so two they days. knew that. And the FDA knew that. And this was, they not only knew it in their clinical trials, which were truncated, but they also knew it exponentially so right after they rolled it out. And Pfizer knew it. Pfizer had to, what we now know, hire mm-hmm. an extra team of people just to handle the complaints. And even that team was not able to follow up with all these complaints. They have a lot of people that right. were complaining. The FDA knew about all that. Pfizer knew about that. And yet, you know, the Pfizer CEO says, well, we have no information of increased health signals. You, that's a lie. He's right. a liar. Absolutely. And, you know, Dr. Wolf and her team, I mean, this is just horrific, that they found that children were being given these shots. They were used as experimental guinea pigs even before they were approved. So here you have an example of a one-year-old infant that developed Bell's palsy one day after vaccination when these shots were not approved for children at the time. Yeah, Pfizer and the FDA, the CDC and the NIH, and of course, Dr. Fauci, they just kept pushing the shots as safe and effective. And they knew that they were not safe. They knew they were not effective. They knew they were dangerous. They knew they were not preventing transmission or infection. They knew that they were causing health conditions. And they, they knew lied. people were dying. And they lied. And they knew that it was harmful to kids, and yet they continued to push it on children. Right. They lied. Unbelievable. They Still lied. lying. They need to be prosecuted. They need to be held accountable. The big pharma, while they might currently have liability from making so-called vaccines, uh, they don't have liability when they fraud the customers, commit consumer fraud, and that's, in fact, what they have done. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash vaccine, lc.org forward slash vaccine. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.